light of the world. What is the point that Jesus is making, that he is the light of the world, when he is speaking specifically in verse 45 and following to people who sincerely question and doubt and can be skeptical and have disdain and have sent others out to arrest him? What does he mean when he says, I am the light of the world? I think it's a little bit different than I am the bread of life offered to people who are seeking him because they do think that he's got something to say. This is a bit different. These are people who are actually walking in darkness. These are people who are actually quite deceived, who don't understand at all. And Jesus is trying to say to them, I am the light of the world. So Jesse, you want to move me on there? Jesus speaks in the context of those who are not seeking to accept him, but who are looking for reasons to reject him. And that's when he says, I'm the light of the world. Now just think if that doesn't fit somehow the context in which we find ourselves today. Is it not the case that there are lots of people today who are really skeptical about who Jesus is? Isn't it the case that you have people at work with you or who are in school with you? People who live next door to you? People who are at the supermarket when you're there? Who have serious doubts and questions about who Jesus is? This is not like when I was a little boy. When I was a little boy, all the people around me, the neighborhood, all the kids, all the families, you know, all those families had some kind of connection to the church. They knew something about who Jesus was. There was some kind of, uh, even if they didn't follow it uh, the way that, that we really would love to have them follow it, there was still some kind of connection to who Christ was. Is that the way it is today? Like, is everybody around us in some way, some semblance Got a background in Christianity? Not at all. Things are completely different. And so Jesus is as meaningful today in the claim that he makes about I am the light of the world as he was then. When people were questioning who he was and doubting whether or not he was in fact from God and was the teacher that everybody said he was. He speaks in this context, I am the light of the world. And we need to be people who cling to that truth and understand who Jesus is, sharing with the world around us that he is, in fact, the light. Now, last week, there was kind of a central motif that I talked about. Jess, you want to move on? Key ideas in the I am statements. And I said that these are some that are just going to keep appearing. The same kind of admonition, same kind of teaching that is going to keep coming back to us throughout the I am statements. Jesse? Jesus, because he is I am in human form, is the center, the core, and principal meaning of all creation, and certainly for humanity. And then, believing in him as I am is the crucial human choice, and this choice leads to truth and life. Like, I think that these three claims, these need to go along with every one of our I am, I am statements. And certainly in the context of one that says, I am the light of the world to a world that doesn't know him. And so we have a claim to make. We have a claim to stake. But we can't make it. We can't claim it unless we first actually believe that this is true. And so part of me wants to just ask the question today whether or not you believe that this is true. Like, do you really believe that Jesus 
as opposed to every other possible source of light, is the light of the world. Do you really believe that? Do you really believe in the face of all the challenges that are present today that when Jesus said, I am the light of the world, that he was right, that he was truth, that he was saying something that was accurate about himself? When a group of people comes to recognize who Jesus is and holds on to the notion that he really is the light of the world, it changes everything. And by the same token, if they don't, that changes everything too. Jesse, look at this statement. Jesus being the light of the world is at one level absolutely wonderful. But at another level, it is worthless if human beings don't respond. Like if they simply don't respond to the truth that Jesus really is the light of the world. This is like when a tree falls in the forest. A tree falls in the forest and what happens? Maybe nothing. Like if there's no one there to hear the sound, we've got that great question. Is there a sound in the forest when a tree falls if there's no ear to hear it? And the answer, of course, is no, there's not actually sound. There are sound waves. There are waves pushing through the air. But if there's no ear to hear that sound, it will actually be silent. In this case, we have a claim by Jesus, I am the light of the world. But what if there's no eye to see? What if no eye accepts the notion that Jesus really is the light of the world? then the impact that Jesus wants to have on every life can't be had. You know, we ask the question all the time, what's the meaning of life? What's the meaning of life? And Jesus comes back here and says, I am. I am. He's the sanctification of life. He's the satisfaction of life. He's the source of life. He's the understanding of life. He's the purpose of life. He's the direction of life. Anybody ever felt lost? Wondered where you were going? It's very possible that right now, sitting in front of me, is somebody who's thinking to him or herself, you know, sometimes I feel lost. Like sometimes I feel like life is not going the way that I had planned. I don't have the relationships that I, want, that I want to have. I don't have the place that I want to have. I'm not loved as much as I want to be. And all of those things hurt deeply. And Jesus, at this point, says to all of us, I'm the one who supplies to you the light that will enlighten you and provide you with a source of satisfaction that no one else can give to you. I'm the only source for this. I'm the light of the world. I'm the light for your life. And so as bread, I meet all of your needs. And as light, I lift you out of darkness and bring light to your life. And so brothers and sisters, not believing and not responding to the testimony of Jesus that he is the light of the world is simply to remain in darkness. And, you know, there, I, I, I'm just thinking there's someone here today, some ones, 
who need to make a choice, a decision about what exactly Jesus means in your life. Is he the source of enlightenment, of light, of truth, of life for you? Because he says he is this for the world. And that means that he can be certainly this for you. And you know, people try to fulfill themselves in all kinds of different ways. In the first service this morning, we had two gentlemen here who for years have been alcoholics on the street. And we are watching a transformation take place in their lives as they are moving out of alcoholism into a life with Jesus Christ. They have been here consistently, week after week after week after week after week. Their lives are changing. Why is that happening? It's because Jesus is, in fact, the light of the world. This is what he does for people. He transforms them. He changes them. He brings into their lives the warmth and wonderful light that changes and transforms. And so if you're sitting here today and you think, I don't think I can have this happen in my life, I guarantee you, you can. Because that's what he does. Jesus brings this into lives and he wants to bring it into each one of our lives. And so to receive Jesus is to receive light. It's re- to receive life and truth and all the blessings. And if you're thinking to yourself, is there any meaningfulness in life at all? Jesus is the one who brings this kind of meaning to us for sure. And I want to tell you one other thing this morning. I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 5, if you will. Okay? Turn to Matthew 5. As Jesus is in the process of bringing light into lives. Jesse, next slide, please. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. It's on page 719 if you're looking at a Bible underneath the seats. And this just blows me away. We just read the statement in John 8, 12. I am the light of the world. And look at what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So which is it? Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. We read Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. It says, you are the light of the world. What's going on? And of course, the fact is both are true. We are, in some sense, the light of the world. The question is, how can this be? Like, You know yourself well enough to know that you aren't good enough to be the light of the world. There's no one here who is that. And yet Jesus says about us that that's what we are. And here's how it works. I can get it. 
how is it how is it that we are the light of the world? The light doesn't come from within me. I don't have that inherent within myself. But there is a sense in which I become a kind of mirror. Because Jesus begins to work in my life in a powerful way and transforms me. That's what the text says he can do. And so he changes us. I can't be the light of the world by myself at all. But if Jesus works within me and I become a reflection of who Jesus is, all of a sudden I can become, in fact, a powerful light. You know, um, a century ago, maybe, maybe further than that, lighthouses used to sit on the seashore trying to show the, the, the mariner where the rocks were so that they wouldn't run their boats into the rocks. But they didn't always have electric lights. They certainly didn't always have strong beams of light coming from a light bulb. And so you could take a candle and put it in a lighthouse and put mirrors around it. And those mirrors, in the right configuration, if it was the right glass, and then with some, some um, magnification of the glass, all of a sudden that candle reflected in a mirror, becomes incredibly powerful. If I had enough mirrors and we had enough lights, we could turn the lights off and we could see just how wonderful the reflection of the mirror is. You put the mirror here and it's twice as much light as the light reflects back from the mirror. And I think that's what it means when Jesus says, you are the light of the world. It's because he is first. He's the light of the world. And because he is the light of the world, and that becomes reflected in my life when I believe in him, accept him, have him transform me, all of a sudden I myself become a light for the world because Jesus himself was first the light for the world. And I'll show you this in one biblical passage. It's a different kind of context than what we've been looking at, um, but it fits. Jesse, you want to show him this one? This is from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And, and here the image was Moses. It wasn't, it wasn't specifically Jesus. It was Moses going up onto a mountain. His face begins to glow, and his face glows so brightly that he has to cover himself with a veil when he comes down from the mountain. So he does. But then Paul says that in Jesus, this veil is taken away as a human being begins to reflect who God is. And we all who with unveiled faces reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed, that's what the light does for us, into his image with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. And so we begin to reflect who Jesus is in a significant way and it grows in us so that we reflect more and more the presence of Christ in our lives. We reflect more and more the light of the world. And it's that reflection of the light of the world in us that has the impact, the potential impact in our world so that lives can be transformed as ours was transformed by this beautiful light that is Jesus. I, I am the light of the world, Jesus says. And that becomes present in us as we give ourselves to him. Let's pray.
Holy Father, we glorify you today. We give you honor. We praise you. We praise you for Jesus who came as the light of the world. Father, there are countless lives who have been enlightened, changed, transformed because of the, of the light that is now in them through Jesus. And we praise you for that and we thank you for the light that changes us. But then, God, I also thank you for the, the transformation that is possible for our world because of the light that comes out of us, reflected in us, the light of Jesus. And just, we just pray, God, that you'd help us to have this kind of impact in our world where we ourselves are transformed and changed by Jesus, the true light, and that we then reflect that and that that light has an opportunity then to impact our world in enlightening wonderful ways we thank you for making that possible through jesus and it's in his name that we pray amen